0: and welcome back to Beauty Brains and a Big Mouth, the podcast. My name is Kim and I'm coming to you today with a little bit of a ramble. It's not, nothing very structured. It's just kind of some uh, thoughts uh, that just came to me uh, while I was listening to a podcast. Yes, I listen to other podcasts besides Beauty and Brains. Ha ha ha. Um, so I was listening to Small Doses, um, Amanda Seals' podcast, and it was the episode on side effects of being in your 30s. And so a lot of it was hitting, um, obviously, and I think a lot of people in their 30s would agree, Uh, no matter where you are in your 30s, I do have to preface this with that. I am very young in my 30s, just want you guys to know that. (laughs) but she was mentioning a lot of things and a lot of things were just making sense and you know you find yourself nodding your head and you're like yeah I, I that makes sense i understand that i went through that i experienced that whatever the case may be and one thing that she mentioned which kind of really struck me um was about like friendships in your 30s and it wasn't so much that it was Um, one of those just knock you out mind-blowing things because if you think about it you realize that it is something that you have done or you are doing just subconsciously so she mentions how you might have heard your parents say before you're lucky if you can count how many friends you have on one hand or how you, you know, as you move into adulthood or you move through life, um, you really start to categorize your friends and maybe even those that you felt were friends before or childhood friends or whatever the case may be, they're not really friends anymore. Um, And it also makes me think about how we kind of throw around the word friend a lot Um, everybody's not your friend. And I think that we need to be a little bit more conscious in categorizing the people in our life and what that means. Because to call somebody your friend comes with a lot more than just somebody you met one time or an acquaintance or a coworker. And being able to use those modifiers is going to become a lot more important, especially as you move through life, right? So she says one of the things that she noticed herself doing um, in her 30s was really paring down, kind of modifying, and really curating her group of friends. You really start to categorize people under that subheading of friends you have your friends that are good to go out with or friends that you can talk to about serious things friends you can go to for advice um you know friends that you can hang out with on the reg and then there's some friends that you just you know want to see every now and then um and it was funny because like it's that part that really got me Really curating your friends, right? Really paring it down in my case. And the funny thing about it further than just you doing it without really knowing that you're doing it, the thing that kind of proved that to me uh, was social media. So it's very easy to get caught up in who's my friend I put quotes around the word friend on social media or who's following me or whatever the case may be, right? So say Facebook, you're, you you make friends on Facebook. You become somebody's friend. Well, the majority of the people I'm friends with on Facebook are probably people that I've known over the course of my life. You know, um, a lot of them I would classify as classmates, old childhood friends things of that nature. I know everyone that I'm friends with. I'm not that kind of person on Facebook. (laughs) I know everyone that I'm friends with. However, you tend to look at that number and you're like, wow, am I really friends with that many people? And the answer for me is no. (laughs) I know that I'm not friends with that many people. I know that most of my connections on Facebook are just probably out of obligation. Um, and for the fact that I knew you once, or we went to school together and I guess it's more just familiarity that I want to be connected with you on Facebook. Um, it could be just a little bit of nosiness in that, in that first connection, you know, Oh, so-and-so wants to be my friend. Let's see what they've been up to. You know, somebody I haven't talked to. In 10, 15 years, have no idea what they have going on or where they're at in life. But, you know, just that opportunity to see or get a glimpse into what their life is like now is intriguing. So, and I think that that's probably the thought behind accepting most of these friend requests. Uh, But if I went through and really took away everybody that really, quote unquote, was not a friend. I'd probably have maybe, not counting family, I'd probably have maybe like five friends (laughs) on Facebook, (laughs) you know, and then the same can be said for your other socials and things like that. So it's kind of funny because you put these platforms or through these platforms, you cultivate these connections and then that number grows and grows and grows. And then you look at it and you're like, wow, you know am I really friends with that many people? Then to me that signals, you know, well, who do I consider a friend? And so that goes back to throwing the term friend around very loosely. Um, No, I don't consider all of these people friends, right? So some of these people I would classify as a childhood friend, like when I was a lot younger, yeah, sure, we were friends. Are we still friends? No. Especially if I haven't talked to you in the last decade. So there's that. And so then you start to think about moving in your life as you get older, right? So I'm here to tell you, even though I'm very early in my 30s, your 30s are drastically different than your 20s. I'm going to tell you that right now. And anybody who just rolled their eyes at that statement, you're probably still in your 20s. But that's okay (laughs) as much as you think things don't change from that even from 29 to 30 as much as you think things don't change they do and you just don't realize it until you've experienced it right your 20s are focused so much on I guess maybe building for lack of a better word and then kind of Moving through and figuring it out, right? And I don't think you ever figure it out. Let's put that out there right now. In life, you will never figure it out. No one has it all figured out. We're all just fumbling around in the dark, trying to find the light switch. And that's what life is. And so I'm not going to say that once you cross that threshold into your 30s, You've completely figured it out, you've got it all together, and life is just so amazing at that point. But I think that once you cross that threshold into your 30s, you're able to shed some things from your 20s that just no longer make sense for you. Um, Whether that be some insecurities, whether that be some, some dreams or some aspirations that you just know aren't going to come true maybe they're just not for you anymore um maybe it's some some naive notions that you need to let go of as well it seems to me that once you cross over into these 30s things just become a little bit more clearer your vision gets a little bit more clearer so to say, and. I say that because some of the things that you start to do in your 30s some of the behaviors that you adopt and and just some of the things that you're doing in your everyday life become second nature they become subconscious in a way because you do it and you don't really realize that you're doing it. It's not necessarily a decision. It's just something that is done. And I think that's one of the qualifying moments that separates your 30s from your 20s in that in your 20s, all decisions are decisions. They're major, right? Everything is to be picked apart. Everything is to be sorted out or it's the other end of the spectrum, you know. It's fly by the seat of your pants, deal with the consequences later. I, I would quantify your twenties as as that extreme relationship, right? Because there's a lot going on in your twenties, right? Whether it's your early twenties and you're finishing up college, you're getting ready to graduate, you're looking for a job, whatever the case may be. Maybe you're moving out on your own for the first time. Um, maybe you've started. That, that first job, that first serious professional job, there's a lot of starts and even stops that happened in your 20s and a lot of learning and a lot of lessons in your 20s, right? And so I can, I can quantify a lot of events that have happened in my 20s on that extreme spectrum right it was either a major decision or I was literally flying by the seat of my pants and I will tell you that I've had some amazing results on both ends of the spectrum and I've also had you know some some crazy consequences on both ends of the spectrum but I feel like that's just how we live in our 20s right and then you make it into your 30s and it's like decisions are decisions yeah but we're more on a middle ground, right? We're not taking things so, so serious because I think once you hit your 30s, you do have that moment where you kind of realize that things are gonna progress the way they're gonna progress and sometimes you just have to enjoy the ride, right? But we're also not as reckless. As we were in our 20s. So we're not really on that end of the spectrum where we're flying by the seat of our pants because now we got obligations, now we got responsibilities, now consequences and ramifications can be very serious. And we may not have anything cushy like we did in our 20s to fall back on. So you come to a little bit more of a middle ground as far as your decision-making is concerned. Not only that, but again, some things just become subconscious. You do certain things without realizing you're doing them. And I think that that just comes along with the growing up aspect of moving through the ages. And so curating your friends and really quantifying who is an actual friend and how you develop those relationships or continue to nurture those relationships becomes second nature. It becomes subconscious. It's just something that happens as you move forward, right? And so the other part of her podcast that was pretty interesting Pretty, pretty eye-opening, I would say, is she does explain the difference between being an adult and growing up. And so being an adult basically is just like the next step in what we're doing, right? You get to a certain point where you're no longer a child, right? Now you're an adult. Basically, that's all that is. Pretty much that threshold, that age limit where... You know, you've moved into a different bracket. That's all being an adult is. It's not really anything special, you know. And you hear people talk about adulting and things like that. Well, there's just things that you do at this stage that you wouldn't do as a child or you couldn't do as a child. Really, that's the only the only difference, right? Versus growing up or being grown, once you've hit that point, it's more of not so much what you have to do, but it's the things that you've learned to do to live your life better. So, you know, we've all met people that are probably really good adults, but they're not grown So, the difference is, you know, as an adult, a good adult, I could, you know, have the job and I could have the 401k and I can have the nice house and the car and I can have money in the bank. And sure, I could be doing all of these things that signal that I'm, you know, acing this adulting thing, right? But I could have all that going on, but I may not be a great grown up, right? Um, You can have all of that going on, but you can lack a sense of self. You can, you know, be out here and not fully be aware of your actions and consequences and how they're affecting those around you. Also, I think that goes back to cultivating your friendships. I mean, you could be out here thinking everyone you've met for the past 20 years is your best friend and... You want to do everything and anything you can to <laughs> make sure that you hold on to those relationships, no matter what the, the effect is, right? So you could be holding on to toxic relationships that are just detrimental to yourself, but because, you know, you don't really understand the fact that these people are not really your friends, you are causing yourself harm, and in turn, that's not being grown, right so I think a lot of that just goes hand in hand right and you don't just automatically become grown when you are an adult and we see that all the time we see that all the time and it's not just a matter of people who are no longer classified as children still exhibiting childish behaviors but it's in all of the other things that they are lacking as well and the biggest quantifier of that is the fact that you're lacking these things but you don't have the wherewithal to actually develop them and so that's another signal that you're not grown so there's the big difference right and it doesn't necessarily come with age but I do see a lot of these things developing and a lot of these things changing the further I move into my 30s, move away from my 20s and things of that nature. Because there are even some things, you know, about your early 20s that don't necessarily translate into your late 20s. And I'm here to tell you that 27, 28, 29, that's a completely different world than 21, 22, 23. So don't just listen to this and take this for, you know, Oh, I got time because, you know, my 30s are a few years away and all this good stuff. No, no, because those late 20s, those late 20s are something else. But I'll tell you that moving into your 30s versus your late 20s is a little bit... It's, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but it's just a little more real, if that makes sense. And I think that that just comes from the fact that you really are moving into kind of like a purpose, you know, it's, it's more of just you understanding reality a little bit better. And I think that that comes as you progress through the ages, no matter what, whether you're a good ad- a good adult, but a bad grown up or whatever the case may be. I think that reality is the constant, right? And as you progress, you you start to understand more aspects of reality and how that affects you as a person. Now, what you do with that, I think that goes more that speaks more to the difference between an adult and a grown-up now you know you can understand your reality and choose to ignore it now that's going to make you that's not going to make you a good grown-up but understanding your reality using that to develop the skills necessary to move through that reality now you're moving into grown-up territory and those things do work hand in hand and I think that Understanding that is going to make you that good grown-up, but also uh, moving through the ages is going to help you cultivate that understanding. So that was just my long-winded ramblings on just kind of what my takeaways were from that particular podcast episode. I always love just listening to people talk about that stuff because, um, that was actually a revisit episode. I think at the time she first recorded and released that episode, I believe she was 37, maybe 38. Um, and Amanda actually just turned 40. So to hear kind of just the perspective of you being, in your late 30s at the time and then I think she did an intro to the revisit episode to kind of let us know hey this is where you know I was when I recorded this now looking at this lens through you know 40 year old eyes this is how I feel about it whatever the case may be I always feel like that is so valuable because not only is it teaching you something if you want to learn it but for me like I said, just having those things, just being said out loud, hearing them, and then realizing, wow, you know, I do that, I have done that, or I understand that, is a little bit mind-blowing and very much eye-opening, and it's funny to just have that experience, but then just to, I wanted to hop on here and just share that experience with you all as well, because I know that some of you feel the same way you're going to feel the same way or you're like yeah exactly spot on so I hope you guys enjoyed my my ramblings on that I hope there was something in there that was useful to you Um, it was definitely very much on my mind which is why I wanted to share it but I hope it was helpful or informative at the very least um, head on over to a big beautybrainsinabigmouth.wordpress.com and leave me some comments. Tell me what you thought. Tell me some shining moments of clarity uh, that you got in your 30s. Or if you're not in your 30s yet, tell me what you're most looking forward to as you come towards your 30s. And don't tell me that you're not looking forward to your 30s, because guess what? Aging is just a part of life, and we're all going to do it, so there's no need to be scared of it. I mean, what you should be scared of is (laughs) the opposition, all right? If you're not aging, then you must be dead, and who wants that? so head on over to the blog and let me know what you think guys I hope that you enjoyed this as always stay tuned for more of my musings on life a sprinkle of inspiration and stuff that makes you think bye guys